Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am super excited for my guest today. I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation because she speaks our language. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Ginny. She is a Lean Six Sigma Black Belt, and her focus is on process improvement with strategic goal setting for new entrepreneurs and fledgling business owners. And I know many of you are out there sitting in your cubes wanting to be business owners or you just got started. So I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. Ginny, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. I just love your background, and I know that there are many people out there listening that have tried goal setting, and they either stopped doing it because it wasn't working, or they didn't have a good structure to it, so they abandoned those goals that they set maybe back in January. And mm-hmm. so I think this conversation is really timely. So as pe- as we approach July one. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on goals at this point of the year. Well, I I never think it's a bad time for goals. And I think it's always a good time to be revisiting where you are and and what things you said you were going to do and kind of reprioritizing them. Um, A lot of times we say what's really important to us and then things change. Um, Mm -hmm. Things happen with our job or with our health or with our family or whatever. some of the things that seemed really important suddenly aren't as important and you, mm-hmm. you kind of reassess. So I'm a big fan of reading. I'm definitely a nerd. Um, as you can tell by the Lean Six Sigma stuff, I'm a scientist. That's my background. So a lot of the scientific method and Lean Six Sigma strategy is all about revisiting and continuous improvement. So mm-hmm. um, applying that to your goal setting it's the same thing. So you're, if you look at any problem in your workplace or in your life, um, you're continuously trying to refurbish your approach. Same thing with your goal setting strategy. So um, a couple of my favorite books for business are Traction and then the 12 week Mm. year. I Um, love the 12 week year. I'm going to add Traction to my list. So there's a series of books in that genre, in that package by Gina Wickman, and they're they're very strategic business books. But Traction is my favorite one to start with, and it, there's a lot of vision casting in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a term that they use, and it's called EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. And one of their strategies that they use for setting goals in your business is called Rocks, and their rocks or their things that are your big three to five quarterly goals that you're going to work on in your company. And then within those rocks, you're setting strategic tasks every week that bring you closer and closer to that. So that principle can be applied to literally any goal that you want to set. So Mm -hmm. 
whatever, like, let's just focus. I have four big categories that I focus on in my goal setting program, and that is health, life, wellness, and work. And mm-hmm. so within each of those, there's three categories. So we end up with like 12 things to focus on. So if you just picked one in the life category, and which is one of them might be clutter. Yeah. And you want to focus on clutter in your life. So um, I was talking in the pre-roll with you about um, a, a friend that I've developed through Digital Course Academy, um, Amy Porterfield's program, um, Lydia Martin, and she deals specifically with digital clutter. So mm. anything on your computer, on your ca- on your phone, anything like that to help you get organized. So even within clutter, there could be mental clutter, you know, all the things that are racing through your mind. There's physical clutter in your house. There's digital clutter. So pick one category that you really feel like is weighing on you at the time and set your three to five rocks in that category and then just start plugging away. So let's just pick physical clutter and you're in your closet every day and you can't ever find anything and your clothes are all packed together and they're getting wrinkled and they're just a mess. Um, you can go Marie Kondo on it and just Mm -hmm. go crazy on your one closet. And that could be your, your goal that you set, but with goal setting, it's all of the little tiny things that you're accomplishing along the way. You're still accomplishing something. Yeah. And, and you have to celebrate those wins along the way. Um, and all of those little things, there's so many goal setting books, atomic habits talks about Mm -hmm. all the incremental changes that you're making along the way and how they eventually move the needle pretty far. So you're steering your ship and then you're finally going in the direction you want. So, um, there's, we could talk all day about this kind of, um, strategy, but the lean six Sigma continuous improvement spirit, Mm -hmm. you apply that to your everything, your goal setting, your business, your personal life. Yeah. And I love this idea of the, the rocks, you know, the three quarterly goals. I think so many times at the beginning of the year, everybody's really excited and they're like, I'm going to do 20 things. Actually, Mm -hmm. in fact, that happens every week on Monday. I'm like, oh, I'm motivated. I'm going to get all these things done. And in reality, I, I don't, I can't really do all those things. And then I end up thinking to myself, oh, I didn't accomplish anything this week because I really overloaded my, my plate. And so I love the idea of having three to five quarterly goals rather than thinking I have to set all my goals at the beginning of the year. Every quarter, I have an opportunity to pick up a new focus and kind of Mm -hmm. close the books on one of the things that I may have been working on. Yeah, I wish I could remember who it was to give credit to her, but I listen to podcasts when I'm driving. I have to commute about seven hours once a month to go work uh, somewhere else. Um, And so I listen to podcasts all the time. And this woman was talking about the analogy of kicking soccer balls down the field. And if you picture like 12 soccer balls lined up at the end of a field and you have to get them all into the goal on the other side of the field, if you start kicking every single soccer ball about five feet, it would take you a lot longer to get to the end of the field than if you picked one or two or three soccer balls and just booted them down the field. Yeah. So I just, I love that picture because you're right. We have 20, there's always 20 things, especially, um, you know, as business owners or as goal, any kind mm-hmm. of strategic goal setting you have in your life, your everything feels important, but yep. then we take a 
deep breath and look at it, there really, everything really isn't immediately important. And if you focus on that quarter and you kick those two or three soccer balls down the field or rocks, like the EOS system puts it, Mm -hmm. it's so much more satisfying than trying to do a little bit of everything and then never get anything done. Now, I will admit that I tell that advice to everybody, but do I follow it? No, no. (laughs) It's not, it's easier said than done. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have like an ADD type mind and you're, you have squirrel syndrome and suddenly Mm -hmm. shiny objects are everywhere, but, but it's really satisfying when you can check a project off your list and you actually finished it. Yeah. I I agree. I love checking things off my list. In fact, some of our listeners have uh, admitted that they put things on the list that they already did just to cross it off. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. So I know that you are really about process improvement and you've done a lot of work learning process improvement. And you talked a little bit about how you apply that to goal setting. So can you share a little more about what's a good process for really setting and crushing your goals? So I can touch a little bit on the Lean Six Sigma process, which is, um, there's an acronym. It doesn't even make sense. It's not cute or anything, but it's (laughs) DMAIC, D-M-A-I-C. And um, that is define, measure, analyze, improve, and control. So. Basically, the first step for define, you want to define your problem. So whatever goal you're setting, it starts with a problem or something you want to accomplish. So problem sounds like a negative word, but you know, mm-hmm. you want to lose weight, you want to organize something, you want to start a business, buy a it's house. All, yeah. It's all something you want to accomplish. So if you just yeah. think of that as your problem that you're going to solve, um, you have to really clearly define your problem. Mm-hmm. So that would be the defined step. Then the measure and analyze, um, sometimes that can get you a little bit in the weeds depending on what you're doing. But if, if you're trying to do a problem solving, like a financial problem in your business or um, customer acquisition or something like that, you might want to have numbers or some type of measurement. Um, and then that kind of goes along with your SMART goals. You want to make them measurable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then the the improve and control. Those are all, that's a really important piece. Those last two things. So your improvement that you're going to do is like your detailed strategy that you're going to do. And then the control piece is probably the most important. So you work really hard. Your project is cleaning out your closet. You organize it. Having a system to make sure that it stays that way is really important Mm -hmm. or you're going to be straight back in the same thing. So that's one kind of bucket Mm -hmm. of strategy that I use for some of the really complicated things that actually need to be figured out and solved. Um, My strategy that I teach in my my workshops is a three-step process, and it's really simple. It's identify, prioritize, plan. So I like that. The identify step, I like to use the word brain dump a lot. You just literally set a timer and whatever you're working on or whatever you're unhappy with, um, as I have a process of walking through 12 different categories in this way, but um, whatever it is that you, you want to work on in, in your life, um, just sit down and set a timer for two or three minutes 
and literally write down everything that comes out of your mind Mm -hmm. that you want to do. So you're starting a business, brain dump everything that you need to do to start it and don't criticize in brainstorming fashion, just put it all out there. And that does two things. First of all, it gets it all out on paper so that you can organize it later. Second of all, clears your mental clutter so that you don't have all those things in your head distracting you and making you feel stressed out. So that's the identify step. You write it all down. Then you're going to look at that list and give yourself another two to three minutes to prioritize. And you can do whatever works for you. You can highlight all the most important things in pink. You can put a star next to them, You whatever, underline them. But the things that are going to move the needle the most or make you feel the best if you get them done, um, mark those somehow. And those are going to be the things that you're going to prioritize. Doesn't mean you forget everything else on your list from your brain dump, but those things can be there when you get around to them later, mm-hmm. but you're going to get some real satisfaction from getting those really important things done that popped out of your head. Um, and then part of the prioritization is also looking at how long it's going to take you to do each thing. Some of those things might take you months or years to do, for example, quitting smoking or losing 50 pounds there. You're not going to do that in a day or in a week. You're going to have to plan a long-term strategy. Some things are going to take you a day cleaning out your closet. It might take you six months to get around to doing it, but when you actually do it, it's Mm -hmm. only going to take you a day to do it. Um, So looking at things like that, because if you find something that um, hits both of those points, it brings you a lot of joy or satisfaction to get it done. And it only takes a day or a week. Well, those are the things that you want to zero in on right away and just get those done so that you can feel really good. Um, And then the planning part is those long-term goals, really planning out your strategy week by week so that you can start plugging away because Losing 50 pounds, we all know, I know I always want to lose 50 pounds. Um, It's not going to happen unless I set important things each week, like moving my body and meal planning on Sundays or whatever practical thing you can think of um, that can really help you with whatever you're trying to work on. So identify, prioritize, plan. And then there's a piece that I feel like I'm going to add to my workshop, which is kind of, we've been adding just organically. And that is the accountability portion. So you can Mm -hmm. identify, prioritize and plan all you want, but if you never have somebody to check back with you or, um, some form of accountability, it's all just going to keep staying on your list of things that you never do. Yeah. And I think one of the, the cool things I like about this is that, you know, sometimes people have these goals that are really lofty and they don't know where to get started. And this Putting things in priorities gets everything out of your head and then you can create priorities. And so I always like to think about writing a book because a lot of people can relate to that. I want to write a book. They can kind of figure out how it goes. And when you first are excited about it, it's like, I'm going to write about this. I'm going to write about that. And I'm going to write about that. And then you're like, who am I going to dedicate it to? And oh, what should my picture be on the cover? And there's all these other things that creep up. And with using this system, you would identify it and then you can take all that stuff that needs to happen to put it in priority order. Now, I would say probably the dedication is not the highest priority, but you may want to write that first just to check it off. But it captures when you use the system that you just described, it captures all those things so you don't lose them 
in your excitement about mm-hmm. the goal. And then it allows you to move forward with the things that, to use your other analogy, kick the, the ball down the soccer field. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then as far as just trying to track all your things, it really just depends on what kind of person you are. Some people like paper. Mm-hmm. Some people I'm a really, because I'm a scientist and, you know, kind of analytical like that. I really like to use Excel when I'm planning yeah. things out. Um, but I also like using the app Todoist. Yeah. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people like Monday. So don't be afraid to use these kind of tools that are either digital or even just a really good planner to really track everything. It doesn't have to be, you know, one thing you can track all of your goals in those kind of things. You can do this whole process and then make a vision board too. So you can Mm -hmm. do a lot of little strategies to help you stay on task with things. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I use Asana. That's my mm. my platform of choice. But I also love a good little notebook. I mean, this is my mm-hmm. notebook for one of the projects I was working on and all my notes are in here. And, you know, so I think finding that the what is going to work for you is really what that's about. But it's also about, you know, integrating it into your daily life because if it's this big lofty goal and you don't bring it into your daily life, life gets in the way. Emails, right. texts, like you talked about decluttering stuff, like texts, notify we get notifications from every app on the planet about stuff that maybe we don't even need to know about. But those right. are the things that get in the way when maybe our goal is really big and it may be something we need to learn in order to get it done. Sure. Yeah. All right. So it's July coming up. So now people, you know, may be on track with their goals or may not. Like, how do you suggest people take stock in where they're at and maybe either get back on track or decide that maybe those goals weren't things that they truly wanted in the first place? What's your process thought around July 1? Yeah. I mean, just kind of like what we've been talking about already, it depends on whether they actually captured their goals in that Mm -hmm. first thing, you know, that first step of identify. So whatever way people have set their goals in the past, I think it's time to take a look at all of the things they wrote down and really take stock of whether those things are even important. And, you know, in the process improvement world, we can either adapt or adopt or abandon. Mm. So you don't have, just because you thought something was important in January doesn't mean that it has to be important now. So I think it's really fine to give yourself permission to abandon something and let it go. Yeah. And, and then refocus and do a new brain dump. I mean, I I don't think, I don't think we have to only do this in January. I think we can do a brain dump every quarter or whenever you feel like, you know, if you want to have a quarterly meeting in your office. Everybody can contribute to the office brain dump. And then, you know, in the traction strategy, it is a collaborative thing that everybody's picking their rocks for the business. And then individually, everybody has their rocks for the quarter. So, and everything aligns with the main focus. So it, it could be in your family, it could be your personal stuff, but yeah, I don't think there's any shame in reassessing in July 1 and deciding that the things you thought were important in January are no longer important to you. Yeah. And I love this idea of, you know, having a meeting. And 
some of the listeners are sole entrepreneurs, but you can have a meeting with yourself. But I also would suggest maybe including a mentor or somebody you look up to. So when you are having that meeting, you're able to gain feedback and ideas from somebody else as to how you may be doing in your business or on your goals. That accountability piece really does move the needle on a lot of the big things we're trying to achieve. Yeah. And I think just because you, you know, a lot of people think, oh, there's these $10,000 masterminds. There's no Mm -hmm. way I can afford that. You don't have to, you go on a Facebook group that you're part of. Like I was telling you, I think before we um, started recording um, in the class that I was in, it was, you know, people from all over the country. And I literally put a post on there and said, is there anybody else from North Carolina that wants to get together once a month and just meet in person? And it's doesn't cost anything except for your time. And believe me that somebody else is sitting there just wishing that somebody would reach out to them. Mm So you don't have to wait for an invitation. You could be that person and like say, Hey, is anybody else looking for an accountability partner or two? And would you like to just hop on zoom or is there anybody near you or whatever? Um, I have definitely found so much joy in creating opportunities when there wasn't one. Yeah. And I think the one thing too, is they don't even necessarily need to be in your field or know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. especially for accountability purposes. They just need to be willing and open to listen and provide feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're meeting with somebody regularly and you said that you were going to call 10 people and pitch something, Mm -hmm. and then the next time you see them, they ask you and you haven't done it, nothing's going to happen. But it feels ugly to say, I didn't do it. So just the sheer knowledge that somebody cares enough to ask you Mm -hmm. or that you have somebody that might ask you, it will propel you forward in whatever you're trying to accomplish. So I feel like that's such an important piece and something that I've kind of, I've been doing on my own and with people, but it wasn't an official part of my course. and, And I think it needs to be for sure. Yeah, I love that idea. Cool. Well, I have just really enjoyed this conversation. I feel like we could talk for hours and hours and hours about this topic. Um, Now, if a listener's listening and they want to connect with you, what's the best way to connect and what might they expect? So I am drumming up a lot of things right now. So if you hopped on my social media, you would think this person is not very far along, but I've been doing a lot of things in the background. So they could expect a fledgling Facebook presence and a fledgling Instagram presence in this um, field. But I've been doing most of my stuff live and in person, and I'm just starting Mm -hmm. to break out onto social. So um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Ginny Seeley Outcome Academy, if you search either one of those. Um, And same thing on Instagram. I'm on both of those. Um, I have a website that is down right now and I'm building and that's just ginnyseely.com, G-I-N-N-Y-S-E-E-L-E-Y.com. And I love it because what you're putting out there is what has worked in person. And so now you're taking it to outside of North Carolina. Of course, if you're still in North Carolina, definitely connect. Um, But I love that you're taking it to a broader audience because you have proven 
that this works and people are successful in it. So I can't wait to see what happens when that's launched in a virtual setting, allowing more people access. I'm excited. Yeah. My focus has been new business owners and we're, we're getting ready to open a co-working space. And my biggest passion is that when you figure something out and you've mm-hmm. put all the time into figuring it out, the next person should not have to go and yeah. figure that all out again. So, yeah. so that has been my focus, just creating in-person communities where people can share knowledge and mm-hmm. they're all starting businesses and we're all at different phases. And yeah, so it's been, um, it's been a real joy to connect other women with each other and, and do that. So the goal setting piece has been really inspirational mm-hmm. to them. So I am excited to bring it to more people, but um, if, if people can have some grace and bear with me, it is coming, but <laughs> you know, it is just coming. So I'm, I'm excited. That's great. All thank right, you. everyone. Uh, Ginny, thank you so much for being on the show. It truly has been a pleasure getting to know you and hearing more about your system. I think that that's very helpful for a lot of our listeners who right now maybe have, you know, drifted a little off their goals or maybe are on track and just need to think about how to continue to stay on track. So thank you so much yes. for sharing that. I'm so grateful that you invited me to be on here. Thank you so much, Sarah. Yeah, for sure. All right, bold goal crushers. It's time to get out there and crush your goals and everything that gets in the way because you don't need to work double time. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word GOAL to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word GOAL. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.